0: Hi, I'm Jeannie Cooper, editor of the Chronicle Travel Section, and you're listening to a San Francisco Chronicle podcast.
1: Greetings, everybody. This is the 43rd installment of Tim Goodman's TV Talk Machine podcast, and uh, we're going to make up for number 42. We dropped the ball at the end there. A lot of times yeah. we—it's the last couple of hurdles we go down. Yeah. The wheels come off. We are not closers, so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go strong uh, on forty-three. We're gonna go right out of the gate with my partner in crime, Joe Garofoli, media writer for the Chronicle, and uh, also known in this podcast as Question Boy. Uh, we have some questions. Let's go to Duncan from Santa Clara, Duncan, aka Fear Tag, Fire Tag, Fire Tag, Fear, fear tag? tag, yeah, Fire Tag. Right. I don't know. Okay. Okay, guys, you weren't interested in my previous email linking uniform numbers to your podcast. <laughs> we we like just it, did that. You know. Yeah. Uh, yes, you missed number 38, Moonman Minton, Greg Minton. <laughs> yeah. And number 39, Mike Kruko. And didn't take advantage of number 40, Mike McCormick. And number 41, Daryl Evans. This wow. guy's going back giants to the... Giants fan, the, yeah. yeah. Woo! Mid-70s uh, Giants. Nice. Uh, early 80s what's Giants. It next, what's next, Johnny LaMaster? <laughs> <laughs> my feelings are not hurt in the least. Is it because I like Studio 60? wow Wow! that is a callback we have callbacks i remember that question for a long time ago the studio 60 thing and we mocked him for liking it it's the wrong aaron sorkin show to like yeah he liked all what six episodes they did it's like police squad we also liked the pilot but we didn't i didn't like the rest of it i actually liked the i liked the first couple and then where's this going weak uh but i would like to know what you thought of the west wing and aaron sorkin as i am plowing through episodes and loving it so far i'm in the third season does Aaron oh. Sorkin have any TV projects coming up? By the way, number 42 is an easy one. One of them is retired in every ballpark in America, and there are many others. Jackie Robinson. Yes. Keep the robe short, Duncan from Santa Clara. The Clara. The Clara. <laughs> you know, Santa Clara doesn't have a good... You can't shorten that. No. The SC? Uh, not That's, really. That yeah, sounds like Southern USC, California, yeah. you'd say. St. Clair? Yeah. I don't get it. Santa Clara, no, no good uh, shortening on that. The raw, ah, okay, Ra. uh, boy, Ra. you know what? Here, note to self: stop, stop letting Manny talk during the pa- during the podcast. The raw, like for Santa well, Clara. Gonna, I don't know. We're
2: gonna have to come up with something because the 49ers <laughs> moved the,
1: when they moved there. That's right. uh, that's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. We we'll have to do well if they get there. I'll Ninertown. believe it when I see it. Yeah, Niner Town. Ninertown. Could just Town. just do that. Ninertown. Town. Uh, I don't even know if it, what else is in Santa Clara. Home of Great America. Are they there? <laughs> home, of, home of Great America. Wow. <laughs> There's got to be some more sites there. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin. Uh, yeah, well, good luck plowing through the rest of those uh, West Wings. What he wants to know about what you think about the West Wing? A little late on that, What do you think, that, do you think right? about friends? A <laughs> <laughs> little late. How about L- cheers? Oh, look at cheers. Uh, <laughs> what's shaking, Norm? Uh, yeah, plow through it. I mean, they have up and down seasons. Aaron Sorkin was great on that. There's no question about it. I I, I actually have a lot of, clearly, have a lot of respect for him. And, uh, you know, he... he he probably wait till you get to Sports Night. Oh, you know Sports Night's great. Yeah, so much better. Um, but no, he currently has Aaron Sorkin currently has no TV products uh, projects in the works. But he, you know what? The guy's a green light. Whatever he wants to do, they'll put it on the air. Is he under contract to NBC at all, or is he uh, any kind of uh, first I think he's, look deal? with No, him I don't now? think he's got any deals like that. He's uh, he doing his broad. He did a Broadway play. He's got a movie coming out, or he just did. So he's he's yeah, Charlie Wilson's War. So he's got uh, he's rolling. When he, he wants to make a TV show, he makes a TV show. And we get write it in about three hours, too. Three hours. Prolific. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not even going to make any jokes right there. Yeah. <laughs> Ted writes in from Parts Unknown. Dear Mr. Gutman. Mr. Gutman. I'm sure I'm not the first one to point this out. I'm sure you're not. But if you ever <laughs> wondered about the percentage of people on TV who are either <laughs> lawyers, doctors, or cops? In the whole history of TV, I can only think of a few blue-collar workers. One bus driver, one sewer worker, (laughs) one shoe salesman, one nuclear plant employee, one postal worker. i think sure you can think of a bunch more, but still. (laughs) Ted Jones. Oops. Ted from uh, Parts Unknown. I think we can say Ted Jones. Yeah, We never know if people are impersonating someone else. Oh, that's true. Uh, Speaking of (laughs) impersonations, am I right to assume that Regis read that? We just read that? Yeah. Because he was angry about <laughs> he it. Was angry. He was angry. <laughs> just, <laughs> I just love that. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Don't go to the next question. I didn't, oh. This is my question. You haven't answered that one yet. Question, I know we don't normally question. answer questions, but... Wait, what's one bus driver? Is that Ralph Cramden? guess so, right? One sewer worker is uh, uh, Norton, At Norton. Is, yeah. One Going with One way back. shoe salesman, would be the Bundy. Bundy, yeah. Bundy. One nuclear plant employee, our favorite Homer. Hoover Simpson. Mm-hmm. One postal worker. Uh, Norm from Cheers, or uh, what's it name from Cheers. Who was it? What was uh, Raymond? I don't Sports I writer. Sports writer. Yeah. Uh, oh, Cliff. So anyway, Cliff, Cliff was. Cliff. The best, sorry. Cliff. Cliff was the was important. Yeah. Yeah. Whew, boy! How time uh, flies. Well, how about how about all the fat guys on CBS? So all those guys, guys have got to be blue collar. <laughs> and what was Roseanne? What Roseanne was a blue collar. Yeah. yeah. And so was her husband. So was yeah. John Goodwin. Yeah. They. Yeah. They did. Uh, that was blue collar. Uh, so but he's just saying too, very m- low pr- too many very low, low yeah, percentage, yeah. Yeah. too Why many lawyers, that? doctors, because it's you know uh, too many lawyers, doctors, cops. Uh, well, it's obvious. I mean, that's where all the drama is. And it's not. It's not a big surprise. I mean, I've asked that question many times. In fact, uh, I was having this conversation once with uh, Moonves, Les Moonves of CBS, uh, and he was talking about like all the other vehicles that have sort of failed. You try to broaden it, it kind of fails. And uh, and he had said, uh, you know, no, no other non-conventional vehicle has ever been a hit. And I said to him. Except The West Wing, he's like, there you go, politics. Right. No one ever wanted, no one wanted that show, because they just thought it was never going to work, politics. But it did, um, and they've branched out. I mean, now you've, uh, you know, you got a chemistry teacher on Breaking Bad, uh, but surprisingly, the advertising also. world, the advertising world on Man. Mad Men was really ingenious yeah. because that that was compl- that was a premise we hadn't really seen in a long time. Uh, dope dealing, mom on weeds. That's there you go. different, you know. So, uh, but yeah, the, the, the other ones, they just, you can just mine more drama from a hospital and a cop and a lawyer, you know. And also, I hate to say it, but, you know, viewers fall into a pattern. They like to see legal shows. They're familiar with it. Uh, they like to see cop shows. They're familiar with it. But basically, it's because you get the best stories out of that. Although we, I say, you should do something on the newsroom. I know, but it's never worked. I was just thinking about that. It's never really. I mean, you have your Lou Grants. The one I write it will work. I'm waiting for that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And it's, it's soon after we're fired here. We have plenty of time to work on it. Uh, no one cares about uh, the media. No. Oh, look. No. Listen to that. We. It's. You know what it is. That's <laughs> the death of journalism. <laughs> <laughs> they've come to. They've come to take us away. A quick podcast question from our old friend George D. From the Four Oh, George. Yes. Uh huh. Sir Tim. I have a quick question for you. I know you hate it. And I can see why people would, but I was wondering if you could confirm my initial instincts, uh-oh, which were echoed online. Does Kevin Spacey do the previously on Entreatment? Oh, wow. If it, if it is, it's an odd way for him to reunite with fo- fellow usual suspect Gabriel Byrne, my favorite movie. Okay. And then he adds this. Hope QB is done for now with worthless election coverage so he can focus on the podcast again. Note, I'm not criticizing his coverage, but coverage of the election in general. Ah. George D. from the 415. Wow. And I I like how he's like, he accurately pointed out that you were not focused a couple of weeks ago. I was not focused. And then you took a week off. When did I, yeah last That's week? week. It week. I, I apologize to the listeners. Yeah, all, in fact, I called all seven of them. All I apologize. Seven them. We we call in person, <laughs> yeah, except for George. We just mock him on the phone. Uh, i, I kind of an obscure question. I'm I, surprised an obscure question from George B. <laughs> <P. laughs> right, you know he doesn't actually go to uh, Georgetown. He actually goes to obscure town. I don't know. I should have tried that out earlier you sure? we were, when we were yeah, crossing like swords to the men's room. That. when we plan the show while crossing swords. (laughs) Let me have some more Diet Coke because I failed on that joke. (laughs) Mm. That's good. You see how I have the label pointed up just like they do in the commercials? Yes. (laughs) If Diet Coke ever wants to sponsor this podcast, we are available for hire. It is facing the microphone right now. It's beautifully, beautifully placed. Uh, You know what, George? I don't know. And here's my my good answer. I do not know if that's Kevin Spacey because I refuse to watch in treatment. You know what? And here's another reason I won't want to watch it. Everybody's so... Hostile to me, uh, because I don't like it. And people find out my review online. They, the in treatment people are the most hostile to the fact that I reviewed it so negatively. You know why? Because they should be in treatment. Yes, I think that I think that that must be strike a core with people who are who are in therapy at yeah, some level. They need a hug. They do. You know what? I always say to reasonable people can disagree. You like the show? You want to watch it? Go ahead. I think it's boring. I think it's really boring. Yeah. I, why would someone want to watch a show about something you try to avoid throughout your life? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's just, ugh. you know, and there's a lot of reasons why I like it, which you can, you know, you can see online. And, but everybody who's stumbled upon it, they love it and they go to it and then they see that I hate it and they get mad at me. I found it on my uh, my TiVo list the other night. Really? Uh, Christine, I think, is secretly recording in treatment and watching it like late at night or early in the morning. Really? I don't know what's going on. She's sending you a message. I, I think, it's, I think <laughs> that's so. That's totally veiled. See episode four. She <laughs> <laughs> can have a sticky on there. <laughs> Honey, cue this one up. Let's watch this one. now <laughs> that's Freudian. A d- 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 raider named Dick uh, <laughs> has a uh, useless complaint, he says. Oh, well, the, most useless, of them are. Useless complaint from Dick. Uh-huh. <laughs> The pop-ups during the course of regular programming is disgusting and very irritating. And add to that, the inserting of commercials without pause in the programming drives me bonkers. I'm almost to a regis here. But as stated, there's nothing we can do about it except change channels. A useless complaint. What value to the public is the FCC, or why bother asking? That's from Dick, Parts Unknown. So, what is your answer? Uh... I oh, guess great he, one. <laughs> I, I guess he's right. It's it's pointless, right? I mean, they're not going to change that. It's pop-ups and all that stuff. They're not going to change that. Has there ever been a study about how... They, do they actually drive viewers anywhere? They must have some, some kind of... No, I mean, I, I think people just... They they hate it. You can't change that stuff. You, the, you know, the, the networks, they want to put their... They want to clutter up the bottom of the screen. They want to do the promos. Because it's just it's a highly competitive 500 channel quote unquote universe, and you got They want. They figured they got to put it out there. They don't know that it's really making people crazy. Well, like dick. Not. Dick. Dick's pissed. He is a. Thank you. Yeah. No, no, this no, This is. I just can't stop looking at you. I mean, just. I. I know what you were trying to do with that, and I. You, I didn't take the bait. I didn't. I did not take the bait. You tried to lure me in with your childish, childish joke, and I didn't go for it. And let the re, let the listeners know. Yes. I didn't take it. You're no Balzac. <laughs> led astray. Tim in Monterey is led astray, he says. Get comfortable. This is a long one. Oh, up until, I can just see it from here. Up until now, your proclamations on good TV have provided me with shows that I would not have discovered by myself. All right. Thank you. And I've thur- that I've thoroughly enjoyed. The two most notable instances be The Wire and MI5, the latter of which I'm currently enjoying season five of at the moment, thanks to Netflix. Oh, good. All right. I'm going to comment throughout this one, because I'm just going to try to help this, this letter get through. However, I've now found a show you laud that I can merely give a meh, meh. That show is Dexter. Oh, Tim. I got, I got it from Netflix, so I didn't have to endure whatever hacking and slashing CBS might do to it. And I did my best to give it some time, but I gave up halfway through episode three. It just didn't do anything for me. Hop- hopefully, it's the exception that proves the rule. But it reminded me way too much of another show set in Miami, which has oversaturation hues, lots of dead bodies, and a leading man played by a blondish red-headed actor oh with the first name of David. Ugh. Yes, it reminded me of CSI Miami, which can't be a good thing in anyone's book. Ooh, really? Dexter and CSI Miami? No. No. Obviously. Given the Dexter love that flows through your podcast, (laughs) your columns, your two blogs, and their comments, I'm the odd one out here. Wow, sassy! I'll continue to use your critiques to guide my viewing habits. Mm -hmm. I have dirt and unhitched waiting on the DVR, but Dexter was DOA for me. Talking of podcasts and (laughs) blogs. Oh, good transition, by the way. Here's a tip for your readers, listeners. All right. And it's a bit geeky, so hopefully Benny of the knobs can further elucidate my attempts at explanation. Oh, uh, no, we've, we've banned him from talking, but go ahead. First, yes. the two-part podcast. Yes. I used to listen to the one big one on a Friday driving to work. Now I don't lo- download both parts of the split cast via iTunes and stick them on my iPod. Then stick them both into an iPod playlist. This allows me to hit play once and listen to both parts back-to-back without any, in, any more intervention while I'm driving. Whew. I get back-to-back one big podcast. I'll be with extra mu- music and extra Phil Bronstein greetings. <laughs> Who's he? <laughs> He's still working? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I personally think these split casts should not get their own numbers. It should be 39A and B. Oh, right. So this if would you, be 43A. If you keep up with the new number for each part, we listeners might just have to start putting an asterisk <laughs> next to the episode numbers. And if we have any listeners uh, (laughs) available still after this letter. Secondly. Oh, there's more. Multiple blogs. Geek terminology. Alert warning. He says, I use my Yahoo page as an RSS aggregator. Wow. Both blogs have (laughs) RSS feeds. Hey, he's reading both blogs. Don't uh, uh, diss to him. Yeah, he's driving traffic. And as both blogs have RSS feeds, I see in one place if any new post has been made to either blog. See, it's all simple. Oh, and finally, QB's attempt at my accent were very poor. <laughs> but, I did not, but I did nearly spit Diet Coke across the room while I was listening to them. <laughs> Thankfully, I listened to that one at home. If I had been in the car, there might have been an accident. Wow. Regards, Tim, enjoying a glorious spring-like day in Monterey. I wish I was in Monterey right now, too, as well. Down in Monterey. What is that? Uh, that's, a, that's from uh is that like that's an old 60s tune. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Not that I would have guessed yeah, it, but sorry. uh wow, well good effort though. Uh wow. So he took he takes the pod both podcasts, which we we're on record as being against. Yes. Right? We're doing this against our will. <laughs> right. There's someone with a gun to both of our heads right now. Yeah, exactly. And it's Marcus Chan. <laughs> <laughs> and Jock Balzac <laughs> has a gun to my head uh wow so he puts them in there he loads them into the puts them on a playlist on itunes that is so much more work than we would we would ever do it's not worth it, it it's really, not it really, it really is not, it. not we appreciate benny? the effort but from tim but we it's just it's too much work benny is going to devote this week's tech talk to that letter yes and then he <laughs> talks about rss aggregating both of my blogs wow that's but a fan that should is take him out to dinner i'm gonna have to well maybe it'll be monterey we'll play a little golf Lovely course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Jeez, those are great courses down there. Maybe he's rich. You got to have some money to live in Monterey, right? That's not a well, poor in this person's d- town. No. Well, what else is in California? Yeah, it's true. But I, yeah, a lot of good golf courses down there. I'm getting back in the game. I might, I might right. do. It. Do you know that you game your, your old golf club several years ago? I do, yeah. I, have, I should play again with your clubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I got three or more, three or four more sets at home, and now that I haven't played in like three or four years, I'm sure they're, um, all the technology has passed me by. All, all right. right, should let's, we go to some calls? Let's go to some calls.
2: We have some calls.
1: I thought we said he couldn't talk.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I manned the knobs, remember. <laughs> oh. Hey, Tim, this is Wicked Machine calling from the 925. I was uh, listening to your last podcast, uh, I you probably will have one in between, so this will make no sense. So you were talking about the Oscars, and you were saying how you were, again, a little choked up at certain points. And I was wondering uh, if you'd like to share some of your tear jerkingest uh, moments from uh, your favorite shows. Uh, for me, it's got to be a toss-up between the fifth-season finale of Buffy, when she nosedives off of the uh, tower and kills herself to save the world, and it ends on the picture of her headstone. That was That was rough. But I think maybe the worst is uh, the episode of Futurama. I think like the last season, <laughs> with Fry's dog. And I won't say anything more about it if nobody's seen it, but I dare you to watch that and not break down like a child at the end of it. It's kryptonite. So anyway, uh, props to uh, the Podfather and to Q Bizzle, as he's known here in <laughs> 95. And see you later, book.
1: <laughs> wow. That's a new one. Wicked Machine is a regular poster on the podcast and a smart guy. Uh not a podcast on the uh on the blogs. Uh smart guy. checked in all, checked in regularly. I think that's our first call on the on the podcast from him though Yes, I think so. Yeah. Wow, he brought it. Uh I gotta say though, uh it's his first call and we're gonna go right at him. Yeah. He I, cried at Futurama. Futurama, wow. Oh wow, dude. That really I, I can cry at anyone with one eye. <laughs> Oh, that may taught me. Like, and the other person, someone else today on the on number forty-two, cried at the Simpsons. They cried at the Simpsons. What is it with that? I cry at Life and Hell. No, okay. no, good callback. Okay. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I don't think I cry at any of the animated stuff. I really don't. Do you ever cry at Alf? I know you're a huge Alf fan. I'm ever- a huge. Well, yeah. There's a lot of a lot of times to cry at Alf. <laughs> Partly because he's a misunderstood visionary. <laughs> Okay, here's I'll, I cry. well, I've already said, you know. If you talk about uh yeah, you know, uh, parents, I'll cry. If you thank your parents, I'll cry. If you think of them in Spanish, I'll cry. I cry at commercials. Um if you talk about your kids, anything involving children uh brings me to tears. Did you constantly. did you cry there will be blood? The several Oh, my god. Oh, yeah. It, that was very hard for me to get through there will be blood. That <laughs> <It> was just <laughs> so much <laughs> I've abandoned my child. I've abandoned my boy! So there was... <laughs> ben is like holding his ear. He's going to have to modify that one. Yeah, that was brutal. That did a pretty good... I, that was very, good. This, right? very yeah. good. Very good, very uh, good. <laughs> uh, I
0: drink your milkshake.
1: <laughs> I think we should go back to that To because the, the I drink your milkshake is becoming kind of a cliche now. So yeah. I'm gonna, I do love to say it, though. I drink it up! I, I think I abandoned your. Yeah. I've abandoned my boys. Yeah, it's just really good. It's good. That made me cry a lot. on that, but I will tell you, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, that one just killed me. Um, but the show where I swear to God, I make tear up as I tell it to you. I think I've even mentioned this on the podcast before. That um, the the one that gets me every time, and I've seen it probably seven times, is the homicide where Pendleton doesn't go to the funeral of. Uh, Ugh, I can't now because I've seen it seven times. Can't remember who it was. Uh, ugh, God, it's killing me. So he says he won't do it because it was suicide, and they don't give him a proper uh, burial. Uh, he he was mad that he that he, that he died uh, that he killed himself, uh, but then when the department doesn't give him a cop's burial and it's got to do like a New Orleans jazz uh, burial, um, the casket comes by and Pembleton is in his dress blues. Full, you know, instead of a, being a being a detective, he's in his dress blues with his white gloves on, saluting the casket. Oh my god! Every time, water, tear jerker. I got to say, it's I like I, the I, old, I, yeller of, uh, oh, old yeller, yeah, <laughs> the yeller. Old yeller the of Oh the old yeller of of uh, uh, cop show crying. I got a little weepy and uh, not weepy, a little teared up in the finale of The Wire. There's a couple of scenes there. You know, being attached to the show after all yeah. these years and, yeah, no. yeah, I didn't though. Really? I no, I watched it last night, and i i, I didn't uh, I didn't tear up at all. Is it now that we're a Thursday? Can we talk about? Can we can we reveal something? Sure, about, why not? I would yeah. say that. The, how about the McNulty uh, fake wake there? Yeah, yeah. I I, I knew that. I knew that. Uh, obviously, he wasn't dead, but uh, uh, that was good, and it was a great speech from Landsman. You yep. know, when he talked about because that was because you know he, he he Jimmy gave it his all. It was yep. he's. You know, he crossed the line, and he, you know, but that's just how he was. Right. And it's and I have that on my blog, the the full speech, which is which is classic. Uh, but I don't think I cried at that as much as I cried at ever been. That was a killer, wasn't it? And oh, he what? leaves him on the train. Uh, yeah, no, that was that was a tough scene to watch. Uh, <laughs> one of many in that movie. Oh, oh brutal. And oh, to me, you sir. can't abandon your boy. What are you doing? What are you doing? We play as a team, and we play not at all. Come on. That kid is the sixth man. He's the sixth child. <laughs> Brutal. Leaving him on the train. Coach Wooden would say there's no insignificant player on a team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good to see we got that in. I'm going to worm out. By the end of this podcast, I may do that again. Oh, I hope so. Yeah, I can't get enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get another call.
2: Hey, Tim, Question Boy, and uh, Manny. Uh, This is Rich from the 301 uh, College Park, Maryland. I just wanted to ask if you or Joe uh, would ever consider going on a podcast like uh, Jesse Jordan Go or uh, Jimmy Pardo's podcast or having them as guests on uh, your podcast. I also wanted to comment that last week's podcast was the best. Uh, because you got all the good imitations in. If you could just do an all-imitation podcast, uh, I would be happy uh, screw taking questions. Um, two other quick points. One of my coworkers and I now, if uh, you guys do uh, Bill Walton imitations around our office, <laughs> and uh, also wanted to note that you guys are better than the shitty uh, TV Guide TV podcast. All right, keep at it. Wow.
1: Nice. From wow. 301. From the 301. Rich. College Park, Maryland, yes. Rich or Rick? Rich. Rich. You wrote that down. I was I trying to down. remember it my best I could. Rich, very, very Very nice. Positive. Thank you. Very nice. And you were just... Uh, now, the, the Guardian from London asked you to... You want to interview you about podcasts. Yes, actually, it was, uh, uh, I was wrong. I wasn't Guardian. I, that was a different thing. Uh, it, was, uh, it wasn't Guardian UK. It was BBC Radio. Really? Yeah, they were going to call and talk about uh, this podcast... Uh, it was amazing. that The they, BBC from, is listening to The this. BBC is listening from that's, England. and uh, But then they ended up <laughs> calling up, and it got all screwed up, and it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, Did my God. Did they say that they thought they heard Ringo Starr on the podcast? Yeah, d- yeah. They, that's probably what drove it. Okay, one more time. Ooh. <laughs> oh, God. So, uh, college? have you been to College Park, Maryland? I've never I have been there. I've been to College Park, Maryland. College uh, Park. Uh, college town, very nice. You know, uh, but he's clearly rich as... He assumes that we are way more on the ball than we really are. Like we're listening to other podcasts. We don't even listen to this podcast. Yeah, like there's been a couple couple weeks I haven't listened. You, I, I know there has. You're, you have no support. Uh, you know, I've, <laughs> I've, I, so I haven't listened to the ones that he's talking about. I, I have almost no knowledge of other podcasts yeah. um, other than Ricky Gervais's podcast. And the other thing, he, uh, he asked for the All Imitations podcast. That would require planning. Yeah, we have to. We could do that. We 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 were thinking about it. Um, uh, I will say that I broached the idea of the all, uh, um, the, the whole podcast would, would would just be, oh, brutal. <laughs> and uh, my wife said no. What she a said horrible season finale. Yeah. <laughs> she said she said if you do that, no one. And I said, well, no one's listening anyway. And and I said, especially you're not listening. So why what, what yeah, does it wait, matter? No, way she can't yeah. say anything. She doesn't. Yeah. Neither of our wives listen to this. If I want to do, we want to do all Walton. We could do it, but now I'm thinking we do Walton, we do uh, Reed, maybe do a little Ringo, and uh, we Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> oh, and Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hone my Charlie. I think Charlie should should moderate the podcast. I, I think he should just be sort of the anchor. You know, Charlie hasn't called in in a while. He hasn't. No. Maybe he'll call in later. You know, when when we get calls from out of state, like Rich's call, it just tells me that like I I've, I haven't traveled enough. I've never been to College Park, Maryland. You've been to Washington D.C.? Nope. You should do that. No. No. I don't know.
0: not? <laughs> <whatever>. do they? <laughs> they have wine. They have, they have they red have wine? wine there. Don't, <laughs> they have, don't worry. be too far
1: from Bella. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs>
2: uh, this next one I'm going to play here actually came in right as we were recording the last podcast we did, but it was too late to get on the air. Uh, so it's a little
1: wow. dated. That was very close to being a live call. Yeah. Wow.
0: Hey, Sir Tim, question boy. And uh, Benny, this is uh, Martin here in San Francisco. Wanted to talk about the Oscars last night. Kind of felt cheated. It felt like a bit of a clip show, dragging out all these clips. And uh, John Stewart didn't, Yeah, I guess he did an okay job. I guess all the clips reminded me of uh, how much better other hosts were. Um, he didn't really let us feel any emotions. Uh, you know, after Harvey, Javier Bardem won, he said, oh, gee, that not that nice? I mean, what are we, like, idiots that we didn't notice that? And what the hell was um, you know, Miley Cyrus doing on there? I, mean, I didn't get it. Anyway, it was bloated way too long. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's my comment. Thanks a lot, guys. Bye-bye.
1: Martin calling in uh, right as the Oscars were ending, apparently. Or, no, it was the day after the Oscars. It's
0: the day after. But it
1: almost nailed our start time. Should we give people our start time? Our start time is are we Monday <laughs> at 11. We have a consistent start we, time? We, well, that we almost do. Right around ish, 11-ish on uh, Pacific Time uh, on Mondays. So that's when we record this br- brilliantly conceived podcast. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you what. Uh, I disagree with Martin's thing about uh, John Stewart, who I thought was actually really good. But, got I love Martin because he used my favorite word of all time, bloated. Bloated, yeah. Bloated. Just he like, said it was great. bloated and way too long. Was he referring to the Oscars or this podcast? <laughs> well, if it was, that would apply every week. He said it was a clip show, but I think he was. we talked about that, I think, at the time. It, it was kind of a clip show. I don't even remember it. <laughs>
0: hey, TVTMers. Long-time lurker, first-time caller from DeVille, neighbor to the moan. I, don't, I haven't contributed to the Bastard Machine, but my name is Mr. Scooter. Deal with that. First off, I must say that I love the podcast, and one of these days I'm pretty sure I'll be fired for laughing out loud at work. Uh, with my headphones on, especially when I hear the worst slash funniest rendition of Jeremy ever. It's uh, your best impression, hands down. And when I say best, I mean terrible. And uh, as for impressions, the longer that you do the Walton impression, uh, Question Boy's rendition becomes more and more like the dog from the old Davy and Goliath cartoon. So <laughs> I'm laughing more and more at that, but probably not for the reasons intended. I don't think I have a specific question this time, but I wanted to thank you for turning me on to Slings and Arrows, a great show, I'm getting caught up on that. Uh, eventually, I will finish watching The Sopranos and we'll start watching The Wire when I can finally get that on DVD. Not as much time to watch TV these days as I'd like, um, but who knows, I've got lots of stuff out there. So, If there's any other shows out there that you could recommend, a la Slings and Arrows, ones that kind of flew under the radar, but uh, did not many people had a chance to see that weren't on American TV, but we can now find on some of these fringe cable channels. That would be great. Anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks.
1: Oh, yeah. Yep. It's Mr. Scooter. Mr. Scooter. From Deville. That's Danville. <laughs> I love it. You got the moan and Deville in there. Deville sounds so much more uh, like a place you want to hang other than Danville. Right, right, exactly. Like you might want to go to Deville, but yeah. if you've been to Danville, yeah, eh, man, not really want right. to be there. Although I think I think Chris Mullen lives in Danville, my all time basketball hero. There you go. Uh, so, what do you think about the Mister Scooter part? Should we make fun of that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mister <laughs> Scooter. we uh, what do you think? He's over three bills. <laughs> No way! No way! He's I mean, leaning me. He's leaning me in. Fighting machine. It's like a, it's like a stuffed animal you'd have when you were a kid.
0: Mr. I'm, Mr. Scooter.
1: I'm thinking of it. So, well, there's a propeller and a beanie and uh, image. I'm getting really Mr. Scooter. Yeah. Do you have a? Uh, do you have a, like a voice for that? None of your damn business. <laughs> all this anger yeah. And not only that, I like the fact that he uh, uh, pointed out that uh, all your impressions really are bad. <laughs> <laughs> and but he does tell like, me something I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he does like Jeremy though. He does like Jeremy. I want to know what he's referring to with his fringe cable stations. Are we talking Spice Channel maybe, or what? Oh. Uh,
2: <laughs> no,
1: I think he was talking about like maybe BBC America. Uh, I can tell uh, Mr. Scooter. Uh, I would say go dig up Singing Detective from 86, one of the all-time great, uh, anything that's been filmed on television, one of the all-time great uh, Dennis Potter movies. Uh, it's just it's I always tell people to get that it's just fantastic, fantastic work what do you you got a little smirk on your face <laughs> huh? what, are, what are you, just, rest, you just I'm resting I'm conserving yeah. my energy yeah <laughs> cuz yeah, you just you just did uh you just did your last impression and you're done
2: yeah, yeah. oh,
1: wait a minute in Oh, let me do a couple of impressions and then I'm done. it's a forty eight minute game <laughs> or a podcast <laughs> this yes. is like a forty eight minute half podcast. <laughs> Marcus is pissed. That's <laughs> ah, so good. I don't think we've got anything else. I think we've, we've run long as usual. Uh, we thank everybody for the calls, and uh, that brings to a close episode forty three A. No, it shouldn't be forty two A. I don't. I lost track. I, someone that full formula that someone gave us it offered w- us earlier. It was too much math. Yeah. Join us. Join us again next week, where we blunder through questions. We do not answer questions, and we do. The world's worst impressions. All right, we're at 188-SFC, Sucker Free City, TV, TM. See you then.